They came from across North America. They meet here each week in the basement of an abandoned comic book shop to talk comics. Covering all the news and info you need to the latest reviews and even books to stay away from. Join your hosts, Infinite Speech, the comic book clergyman, and the Spider-Man geek. Every week here on Tales from the Water. And welcome everybody to this week's Tales from the Water Cooler. Water Cooler. Episode number two, what are we, what are we on? 63, I think it is. 263. Goodness. I didn't even look that up before we started. <laughs> you, oh, hold on. You you really just took my word for it on that one? I did, I did, but. Oh, uh, well, that was a, that was a, that was a crapshoot. That was a, that was a crapshoot. Yeah, yeah. 263. 263. All that right. Good. Yeah, sounds right. good to me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with us this week, we have... Infinite Speech. And the comic book clergyman. How you doing, Speech? Yeah. Yeah? Great. Awesome. I'm, a, I'm avoiding all things political and sticking straight with comics and martial arts film. This is election night. Uh, so as as we are recording this, we do not know who the president-elect is. But as you are listening to this, uh, you will know uh, which brand of hell that we are all living in. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I'm not that down about about it all. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty hopeful, in fact. So... Um, so yeah, so that's what's going on in the country and the world right now. Um, but uh, anything exciting going on with you personally, or uh, just just working and um, comics and trying to? Uh, I was actually I actually found myself trying to make time to go see Doctor Strange. Yeah, I've got to do that too. I, I haven't done it yet. I think I figured I'd give it a shot. And it's only because of Jason Aaron and Bacalo right now. That's it. It's only because of yeah. that comic series is why I want to check out the movie. And I have heard, I mean, I've, I've heard varying degrees of how the film is. And I would still like to see it make up my own mind. But, um, you know, I haven't heard it's too bad. I'm still a little bit up, upset about a few things pertaining to, to the film, but I'm still willing to give it a shot. Yeah. I mean, at, at the end of the day, it cannot be any worse than Thor 2 or Iron Man That's 3. True. Or Iron Man 2. Or Iron Man 2. Uh, I, uh, I thought Iron Man 2 was okay, but Iron oh. Man 3. Like, uh, I liked Iron Man 3 better than Iron Man 2. What? Are you serious? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's I, a hated, first? I hated I the whiplash stuff. The, oh, yeah. that was awful. That was awful. It was. I mean, I thought that the uh, Ben Kingsley uh, Mandarin stuff was actually pretty funny. Um, but the what was the other guy? Uh, was it Guy Ritchie who was in it? Oh, the um, 
um wow what did he he played um I forgot uh, what's the guy's name but he was yes. he had the extremist in him and everything yeah yeah i thought i thought he was kind of lame but um but anyway, anyway yeah so they actually made a toy based on that character oh did they of all the lame toys and, merchandising you could do and killian. nobody bought it yeah that was, killian i think yeah. that was what yeah. yeah killian that was it killian kiplin whatever yeah it was i was like hmm this is a. Uh, yeah, I, I saw one in the store, and it's not because they were flying off the shelves either. Yeah, absolutely. I was like, uh, oh my gosh, yeah, I just never, I I don't think I've met anyone or even know anyone that liked the third one better than the um, second yeah, one. Yeah, 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 well, I'm, I'm your first, so. You are, you are, you, you are, let me see, I don't want to call you an enigma. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a medical miracle. There you are. There, <laughs> there you are. I mean, um, did you uh, have you are you are you all caught up on Agents of Shield? I have not watched one episode of this season yet. Um, ah. Partly because of freaking Hulu that stopped streaming shows for free. What? There's they, no more Shield. No, you can't watch. I used to watch Flash and. That but now now in order to watch anything on Hulu you have to subscribe to it so so I I watch I watch Flash through the CW website and well I, come to think of it I, I I don't know if I've tried the ABC website so give it give, give it a shot I, I will should. say that you um. You might be impressed by the whole ghostwriter. Ghostwriter thing, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm, like, I'm looking forward um, to it. Know, did you watch Agent Carter? I did. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. Re, re remember when they were like tying into the dark, um, the dark, oh, the dark force, force and everything. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Right. Okay. So some of that is mentioned here, and they reference Ooh. how it was discovered back in, um, back during Agent Carter. But, um, I mean, they've got the dark hold in there and it's just, it has this real heavy supernatural feel, but, you know, set here and it's just a really great balance. And I love the effects when Robbie transforms into Ghost Rider. It is very, very cool. Okay. All right. So, and I think, uh, yeah, last week we got a, we got a special guest. We got a little cameo there that we weren't expecting. So I'm not going to spoil that for you, but, um, yeah, I just. Now, like my mind is like racing. Okay, we're 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 going towards the supernatural, and we just got Doctor Strange. You know, the movie like it's Marvel trying to tie some stuff and bring another realm of their storytelling out because right. you know you got the Darkhold, Ghost Rider, and you've got Doctor Strange. Right now, like I'm hoping for um, Damian Hellstorm, some Blade, uh. like. You know, characters from that side of like Marvel's world, which would just open up just an entirely different field of movies. Yeah. You know, I mean, because they're they're like a bunch of anti heroes with attitude. And then there's Doctor Strange. (laughs) That'd be awesome. Yeah. Well, good. Well, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll check that out. Yeah. I'll see if, yeah. that's, if that's Flash has been the Flash has been okay. It's just Barry still screwing up timelines. God, I love it though. It's so good, <laughs> so good. Every episode is so good. And um, although I'm a little bit like the 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 new Harrison Wells that's come through, like 
Um, I'm, I'm a little bit like, what are they doing? I mean, but Tom Cavanaugh, I mean, he plays, he can play like any, any character at all. It's great. So, um, I, I still like his creepy wells. I really do. Yeah. 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 That's, that's, that will always be my favorite. Absolutely. Were you, um, now did you see the new Wonder Woman trailer? Um, I did. Well, I saw the like the the first full length one, full length one that came out. No, no, earlier um earlier this week. Oh no no no! I haven't seen anything new. No. Well, from last last week actually, it would okay. be from last week. Ah, uh, okay. Now I know we've been burned by DC movies. I mean, Man, Man of Steel has some really great trailers, and it was like eh. Though I do like it, it was still kind of eh. And we all know the horrendous pitfall that was um, Super Batman versus Superman and yes. how the trailers and the film eventually turned out. Uh-huh. So I will say that I'm, if I'm just going by the trailer, damn, this Wonder Woman film looks awesome. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, like, I, I, thought like, the I, first, I thought the first trailer was incredible. So, I mean, yeah. they've really got like they're, one, they're really going to have to screw it up majorly for it to yeah. for, for this to, I mean it just looks like it has all the pieces that that they need this is the movie that I think they really can't screw up this is the one that I really hope does better than the Batman film and the um Superman movie like to get and together like I want Wonder Woman to succeed well I'll tell because... you one of the reasons one of the reasons mm-hmm. is is because it's not it's not you know, heavy black darkness. Like it's, right. it's all light and bright and, you know, it's... When I saw how blue the water was and um, <laughs> when yeah. they were on, on the island, I'm like, ah, there's sun somewhere in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I mean, she, Gal Gadot looks awesome. And like, I just... Uh, yeah, she does. Chris Pine... They have they have a scene that um that's a throwback to when Christopher Reeve uh saves Lois, oh, yeah. um as uh, as Clark Kent saves her in the alley from getting shot and he blocks the bullet. They have they have a scene like that where she um where <laughs> Di- Diana protects um Chris Pine Trevor, his character. Nice in there and it's real cool. So yeah, I'm just I'm I'm excited for June 9th and uh, of next year. So I'm just like, okay, don't screw this up. Yeah. Because if this, if they screw up the entire Trinity, <laughs> yeah, it's 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 kind of just downhill from well, there. Be, I just don't. It would be awesome if you know if Wonder Woman is the is the is the character that ends up saving the DC universe. You know what I mean? Like, like they've yeah. run they've run Superman and Batman into the ground, and I think that's what that's what we're all realizing is that. There's just so only, I mean, you know, unless somebody comes up with some new way to portray one of those guys, uh, you know, but, but Wonder Woman is so fresh, you know, we haven't really seen very many versions of her, um, the, the, just where we are in terms of our, uh, social and, you know, climate, you know, I think we're ready for, for a, a, an, an awesome female lead and, um, a strong female character and, and Wonder Woman's the one, you know, she's, she's, she should be the one to save the DC Fingers universe. Crossed. So now I'm, they did say that the, the, the director for the flash movie is gone. He uh, left. I have no hopes so for that. 
<laughs> now he's the second director to leave the Flash film. Good grief! Yeah, yeah. So I'm just like, it's kind of shaky there. Damn. And so, like, like I said, one if Wonder Woman ends up saving the DC Cinematic Universe, it's pretty much going to be a kick in the face to you know, it's going to be like a ha ha moment because she should have been, she should have had the spotlight ten, fifteen years ago, honestly. Yeah. Because like, um, like you said, we've seen so many Superman, so many Batman films. Right. It's it's yeah, they've just run them both square into to the ground and then pounded them even deeper. So, <laughs> <laughs> so June 9th, twenty seventeen, I will probably be there opening night. So, yeah, that's gonna happen. That's gonna happen definitely. And speaking of DC. We got some really great DC news yesterday. What's that? As it was officially announced that we will be getting a Young Justice season three. That is that is amazing news. Uh, I mean, I, I'm that's fantastic. That that goes to show you right there that that like somebody out there is listening. Right. It, it restores a little bit of hope for me that that somebody out there is listening to fans, you know. So for for everyone that binge watched hours upon hours upon hours of season one and two over and over again, I'm pretty sure I watched. I think I watched it all probably about three times. Yeah, both 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 seasons. I mean, even if you just put it on and went to sleep, yeah. it, it counted. <laughs> <laughs> so. Now I just I just um now it's not revealed if it's going to be like a digital series or on Netflix or on you know Cartoon Network or whatnot that wasn't released but you know the fact that it is now official that it is it is coming and it's not you know another another rumor or one of the many rumors that came, that came on but my only um concern is now the issue with the cancellation of the last two had a lot to do, but the main thing was merchandising. Yeah. You know, they said merch did, didn't sell and that's why the cartoon was canceled. And I'm not sure if you were even familiar with some of the, um, young, young justice toys. Were you? Oh uh, no. Uh Okay. Google them at some point. They are horrible. (laughs) Oh, are they? Yeah. Uh, I wanted to get a kid flash for my daughter and Aqualad. She loves those two plus art plus Artemis. So, and we saw the toys and she's like, uh, yeah, nah. And I looked at him like, no, no kid <laughs> wants this. So if you want the merch to sell, make, make good looking merch. Yeah. So, you know, I just don't want to run into the exact same thing. So if we're going to, you know, bring them back and finish up stories, I mean, because, so many cliffhangers. Wally's gone. Yeah. You know, and then and we had Vandal Savage take World World out in the space and meet up with Darkseid. I mean, oh, all of that yeah. right there. Gosh, I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, like like all the stakes are just so heavy and then nothing. So just get the voice cast back, get all those characters back and just continue because right now I when I found I found out, I think I screamed for about yeah, fifty-two seconds. Yeah, that's caught awesome. my breath, screamed again Wait. because I was like, ah. Here, here's a question about going back yeah. to the toy thing. So, like, 
There are all different kinds of action figures. Like, of all the action figures that have been made. Like, there, haven't they figured out, like, what the best one is? Like, the most, like, the, the, the one that, is, that, that sells the best, the one that is the most fun to play with? Like, I feel like they've, they've come up with so many different kinds of, of forms and molds of, of, of action figures that, like, wouldn't they just be able to determine which one is, like, the most, you know, beloved kind of action yeah. figure and just go for that? I don't, I mean, when it comes to, to that, I mean, you, you also have them being made by various um, companies in various countries. Yeah. Oh, that's true. True. Yeah. You know, and that's, I, and you know, and again, I'm pretty sure a lot of that is related to costs and how much money they're willing to put in and budget wise. So I'm just like, uh, I just yeah. want, if they're going to make young justice toys again, they, they need to be good and they need to appeal to kids. Yeah. They want, I mean, if you want kids to buy them, they have to be cool because you're competing with all this other stuff. Because I'm sorry, there was a Young Justice video game that took place in that five-year gap oh, between yeah, uh -huh. season one and season two, and oh, it was horrible. A friend of mine bought it, and I was like, "Dude, don't do it, don't do it." He was like, "Yeah, man, I got, I, I got to know what happened." I'm like, "No, you don't want to, you don't want the video game tie-in. <laughs> want it, right?" And he he bought it, and he was just like a little kid that didn't get anything for his birthday or Christmas. Oh. It, he just he was like this is horrible i'm like see don't you should have <laughs> listened so yeah so we will be getting young justice season three nice. and i will probably take eh, if it i'm actually hoping it comes out on netflix just so i can take a day off and that would be good yeah it. yeah just just give it to me all or just give me you know the first 10 episodes and then, and then the next 10 and just round out um season three but yeah. I'm pretty sure now if if this stays strong and, you know, everyone acts on what they did, you know, their enthusiasm or whatnot, we may get more beyond this. So fingers yeah. crossed. Right. Keep right. young justice alive. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Well, that's that's good news. You don't hear much good news coming from D.C. these days. So that's 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 positive. <laughs> well, it's, I mean, they've got a couple of good comics out there. They do. They do. Rebirth was was a good idea for them. So. Yes, and as much as you know, we gave him a lot of gruff for it, a lot of shit. But um, you know, some of the ti um, titles are good. Some of them are just like, yeah, you could have kept that one. Right, right. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So, uh, what else is what else is in the news? Anything else? Uh, let's see, we got Young Young Justice. Am I forgetting something? Am I? Forgetting uh, yeah, something? you you forgetting. forgot one thing. Michael Keaton. I'm getting old, Jeff. What am I? Speaking, uh, speaking of Batman, yes. <laughs> yes. Speaking of speaking of Batman, uh, the great Michael Keaton. It has been confirmed by Kevin. Is it Feig or Feig? How do you yeah. pronounce it? Feig. 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 Feig is what I've Feig. heard. Yeah. Uh, I just uh, I'm the butcher of names, but he has confirmed that Michael Keaton will be playing the Vulture in Spider-Man: Homecoming. See, that's that's interesting. Which, go ahead, go ahead. Because this makes him one of three villains. Because Shocker's in the film, and he's being oh, yeah. played by Bokeem Woodbine. The third villain is the mystery secret under wraps villain that they're oh, not revealing okay. yet. Hmm. 
Okay. Do you think it's going to be somebody who has shown up before? Or I hope not. I, or I mean, now, it was hinted that it's someone vital to the Spider-Man universe, but there's so many villains that, that, that are like core Spider-Man villains. You've got the Goblin, but yeah. again, we've already seen him. Twice. Um, yeah, there's Doc Ock, and we've already seen him. Yeah. Um, let's see, we've got the Jackal. We've never seen him. Oh, yeah, that'd be good. Um, we've got Craven. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, haven't seen him. But but uh, none of those are none of those seem. Cr- what what was the word you say? Crucial. Yeah, or, I mean, the only one that seems that's like like critical to who Spider Man is would be like the guy who killed his parents. Uh, not, not, I mean, mean, not I mean, not I'm sorry, not the guy who killed his parents. The guy who killed Uncle Ben. The the burglar guy yeah but i mean you know we already saw him get dispatched <laughs> yeah right 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 so i mean so like like a a crucial spider-man villain that we have not seen yet i mean right well i mean but like, but there uh, again you know if they're introducing shocker and vulture it seems to me like the third one may be one that is uh kind part of, of the sinister six that might be well or that might be somebody who uh, didn't um, or who's either already shown up somewhere else or has been in a previous Spider-Man movie. That's that's what I'm saying. Because- I, my guess, my prediction, and I think I heard a rumor about this, but my prediction is that it will be Vincent D'Onofrio as the Kingpin. You think so? I would. I, well, that's my secret wish. Just because I thought Vincent D'Onofrio was amazing, but um, as Kingpin, but uh, that would be fantastic, and and it would be really great to see some kind of crossover between the TV shows and the movies, and and that seems like the most logical. So, you know, I don't want to see Luke Cage show up in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, <laughs> you know? or or or. Uh, or uh, you know, freaking uh, Diamondback or somebody like that. Oh gosh! You know, show. Well, up. see, I'm, I'm the only thing that like bugged me. I'm, I'm like, okay, because I'm thinking, because everyone's thinking Sinister Six here. Yeah. Okay. Now we've are we've had Goblin, we've had um, Doc Ock, we've had um, Electro. Yeah. Oh gosh, I forgot about him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so sad. now we're gonna get. We're gonna get Shocker Vulture, and I mean, who the only other members have been Mysterio, Craven. Ooh, we have that Mysterio. Yeah, Gosh, why has Mysterio horrible, not been in it? Exactly. Now remember the horrible Rhino that we had. Oh yeah, he was bad. Yeah. Oh him too. yes, that was yeah, that was horrible. Like some idiot said, "Hey, let's put him in a mech suit oh, <laughs> and a geez. bad one at that." I'm like, oh God, it just looks so horrible. Yeah. But, but yeah, so we've had those characters. Like we've had members of the Sinister Six in these films, but separately. Right. And I'm just wondering, you know, if it's if they're going to give us someone new, I would want to see Mysterio. Yeah. Very much would love to see him because he's he's all about the he's the, all about the, movies, the gimmicks, the movie tricks. Yeah, the illusion, and he's a pretty he's a pretty decent villain when written that way. But I mean, 
for some reason, deep down, I want to see Craven on screen. I don't know why, but he's like always been one of my favorite Spider-Man villains because he doesn't have powers. You know, I was yeah. always rooting. I was always secretly rooting for Cave um, for Craven to win. And when that Craven's last hunt story arc came and he kills yeah. himself, I, w- I was sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like, like, but my t- I, I I had read it at lunch. And like the next few classes, my teachers are like, "Are you okay?" Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> like she wouldn't un- understand that, you know, we just lost Craven. <laughs> Put a shotgun in his mouth and blew his head off. Yeah. Now, if I showed my teacher that, I'm pretty sure she would have called my 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 mom. Do you know what your son is reading? <laughs> God, that was that was a morbid story. With oh, that was vermin. that was dark. Yeah. Oh, vermin. Yeah. 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 Vermin. yeah. yeah. The werewolf. And I'm thinking guy. that he, yeah, he was just a, just like a half rat, half human thing. God, see, Spider-Man's rogues ga- um, gallery is ridiculously yeah. huge. It's like Batman's. So many, yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah. Oh God. So now, yeah, now I can't even begin to like narrow it, it down. Like, who the big mystery villain's going to be for Homecoming? Yeah. Even if he's not a pivotal one in the, oh, because he's also some. Su- supposed to show up in the other films that's another what do you mean like like whoever the mystery well kevin didn't um specify but in the interview he did say that this villain is going to be is going to have a role not only in homecoming but in a couple other marvel films oh so i'm like shit so yeah see and if if well that that makes me think my hair off that would be pulling it out already that that would that would make me think not Mysterio, then. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, and see, or, and not and not Craven either. And not Craven, yeah. See, I'm, that that might that maybe that's the kingpin. I'm telling you, kingpin. Could it could it could happen? It could happen. I mean, D'Onofrio has the chops to pull off, you know, the movie yeah. plus the um the um Netflix thing, but I don't I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Oh man, damn it, Marvel, Spider-Man, the Rose <laughs> Gallery. It's too deep. God, it's like a it's like the roster of like three football teams. It's it's just ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, all right. All right. All right. It's comic right. time. It's comic time. Let's let's dive into this week's picks. Wee! So, what did you, what did you like this week? What would you read this week? All right. First up, um, I checked out the last issue of the Eden Fall crossover from Top Cow. Okay. Um, this is written by Brian Hill and Matt Hawkins. Um, both of them have, excuse me, contributed to the, it, bring, it brings together Postal, Think Tank, and The Tide. Brian Hill and Matt Hawkins um, joint wrote Postal up until several issues ago, and now um, Brian just totally write, writes that one. Um, Hawkins um, wrote Think Tank and writes The Tithe as, as well. So you have um, basically bringing into what some fans have been calling the Hawkinverse or the Edenverse now. Yeah, so last, issue two, I had to put it down. There was like um, it's a it's just this crime drama. Eden is a place where a lot of bad people go to escape their lives like they're hidden in this town. 
You can't find it on on Google Maps. The FBI is hiding it. So it's like witness protection just for bad guys. Like everyone here is just horrible or they've done some horrible things. Some of them are, are trying to make make right, but some of them aren't. But um, in the Tide, there was a guy who was um, blaming radical Islam for all these bom- um, bombings and everything. And he was a terrorist. So the FBI was after him. This guy had some connections. So they hide him off in Eden. Oh, However, yeah. Okay. I remember that from the first yeah. issue. Okay. Yep. So the FBI guys and Dwayne and them, they they weren't having it. It was an unsolved case. P, um, people died. So the thing the thing is, we're going to infiltrate Eden and Brian Hill and Hawkins do a superb job of blending all three of these worlds to get and together. And even when I was like, well, how the hell is David Lauren from Think Tank going to like fit into this? And he doesn't have a huge role, but the role that he did have was very pivotal and it was exact and it was just perfect for him. So it's mainly Eden and the Tithe featuring the guy from Think Tank. So um, issue two got brutal as hell and we lost a beloved character. Like I like Jeff, I had to put the book down. And this issue here, we have like the um, the, the funeral. Um, Who is there's it? an assassin. Spoil it. You want me to spoil it for you? Yes. You really do? Yep. Well, now I, I did tell you that um, that the team was going to be different in the tithe, and it was Jimmy. <gasps> oh no! Yeah, it's so unexpected. Like I, like it, it kicked me in the chest oh. when, because I was I was not expecting you know some of the main cast to die off and right. go. Hawkins and Hill was like. F your feelings, kid. Yeah, see, that's <laughs> good, though. Them. I mean, that's good. It, it, it's, you know, yeah. somebody, somebody big like that needed to, needed to go. So, yeah, that's, that's good. So, J- Jimmy bites it, and Dwayne has to keep it, keep how he dies a secret because they weren't supposed to be in Eden in the first place. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So, they, they were smuggled in. So, um, I don't, I think you've only read maybe a couple issues of Think Tank when, when I picked it. But um, I don't think I did issue, actually. All right, we see David's ex girlfriend show up, and she's um, CIA, and she's having a talk with with Dwayne. Is like, look, I can. David told me what what happened. I can help make this right. So I mean, and, and you know, David is also. I mean, and Dwayne is is battling his 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 he he's grieving over Jimmy's loss. Yeah, and also battling the fact that he's a very religious spirit um spiritual guy oh right uh-huh yeah and, it, and it's that conflict there that he's ba- um, battling with but i'm like eh, i think he kind of like shoves that to the side and is all for, for the whole wrath thing going, <laughs> going on right but um laura who runs eden she's the mayor she also didn't like how things went down so it's it's just bad um all the way around sam is is actually caught after the murder and you know she was part of samaritan oh right so now that yeah so now that law the law agency has her it's it's bad on her end so now the only person out is Dwayne. there's this really kick-ass um assassin that is hired to kind of to kind of set things right and like i want this lady to show up again in either the tithe or or um postal at some point but the way it ends it's it just seems like it's going to have more of an effect on the tide than it will postal or think tank but i think that's good cuz this is this was a crossover it was self contained you didn't have to read the other issues or whatnot 
because Brian and Matt do a really great recap of all three titles right before you get into the main story. And they did this in every single issue. Nice. So even and they kept it to three issues because when I saw the page and it, and it said end, I'm like, no. Oh, OK. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's a three issue crossover, you know, so you're not spend, I'm spending for um, 40 bucks trying to get the whole thing. And like I said, they they set you up tight. You know, if you if you don't read Postal Think Tank or the Tithe, which you should be. Right. Um, it doesn't it doesn't matter. Like I said, they give you enough info bullet points at the beginning before you get into each issue about who you need to know and what you need to know about about them that kicks off this crossover here so that 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 shows you a good way to do a little event a yeah. crossover yeah it, it cool. kind of reminded me how they used to be before they got out of hand right you know 30 issue crossover 140 tie-ins it's only going to cost you a grand <laughs> <laughs> Right. right. Yeah. So well, yeah, cool. Eat Paul would be my that that was my that was my top one. Okay. Anything, number anything else that uh that that rang your bell? You know, Southern Bastards came out. It did. It did. Let's talk about Southern Bastards. Back on, back on the shelf. So All right, um, yeah, that was great. That was great. What'd you think? Um, I, it, it, it's just good to be back into that world. I, I really missed Craw County. And, uh, <laughs> and I, I, I just love, uh, all the, all the players in this issue kind of brings everything kind of back. Uh, all the players are kind of spotlighted, I think, uh, well in this issue, everything was balanced really well. Um, you know, coach boss is, is, is ticked off that he's been on kind of a losing streak and, uh, he starts, he starts thinking maybe he needs to get his hands dirty again. And uh, but then Roberta's Roberta's in town, and so uh, uh, so she doesn't do, she doesn't make too many waves in this in this uh, issue, but uh, we we see that uh, that's that's not far from coming. So um, so it's good. What do you think? Well, did you um, when I saw her coming to the restaurant, like I was first of all, I'm like, how can you just sit there? Like I know she's like fighting back the urge to just get up because she sees her daddy's bat. Yeah, there's blood all over it, over the stick, and I'm like, oh damn! And then like, did she have? Was that a bag of guns? Did she just walk in with a bag of guns? Well, I didn't quite, I didn't quite understand that. That was a kind of a random panel, and I didn't know if that was her zipping up that bag or if that was like Esau, like zipping up the bag to go take out the the running back from that other team. You know what I mean? Like. I didn't. I, I I didn't quite understand who that was in that panel, and maybe that was the purpose. But yeah, yeah, true. But I mean, you know, you see, coach, you know, coaches like you said falling apart. I think they lost two big games in this issue. He's got. And what's funny, I thought um, when it when it was first proposed that that they go and take out the other guy, um, the running back from. The other team, yeah. Coach Ball says, "I may be a gangster, I may be a murderer, but some things are just sacred." I'm like, "Really, dude? Really? You draw the line? Yeah, right. You draw. You you beat a man to death. Like, well, not only that, vegan. but you remember you remember that? Like, you remember the end of the Wetumpka game? He uh, he took out that big fat kid after the game. Remember that? Like, he beat that yeah. kid up. <laughs> so it's like. Like, oh, now you've got a conscience all of a sudden. Right. So. <laughs> you know, you know, some things are just sacred. I'm like, really? 
but and it just brought me back to actually how how deeply rooted football is in the south and i you know when i had to check it i'm like well yeah because i'm thinking about some of some of my coaches and things that were said and just you know just friends um, friends of mine that kept playing year after year and just yeah football and especially in the small towns whether it's in you know texas louisiana alabama especially football you know hell roll tide baby and it's yeah, just right. <laughs> i'm just it is it is very very serious and coach boss is no joke but it's like you know the whole town is talking about him because he's losing you know they want their wins back they want something to hold on to but you've got you know now the thing between um uh, excuse me, um, Mrs. C- Ms. I'm sorry, Thompson. Oh yeah, and right. um, Sheriff. Like, did he do something to her sister? Because I know they used to date. It was, yeah, it was yeah. a relationship back like during like high school, and something uh-huh. bad happened. Something bad happened. We haven't seen yet what that bad thing is, but something. Yeah, I, something happened, and and yeah, it, it it there's there's a story there that that Jason Aaron is just waiting to tell. I'm just like, uh, and Latour, again, just, you know, the art is just fantastic. And I love like when, when coach has these fits, I know I'm going to get a page of just red panel after red panel. And Uh the one where he flips the table, breaks the trophies, those little tantrum is just fantastic. I'm like, ah, this is what I miss. Like, like you, you said, it's, it's good to be back in Crawford County. Yeah. And Roberta's just sitting here like at the, on that last page when coach boss is like walking out with that stick. And she's like gripping her knees under the table. Like you can just tell, you know, she wants to just walk over there and just beat the crap out of him. But I was looking, but she's got a bag underneath the table. So I'm like, did she walk in there with like the idea just <laughs> right. to just spray, spray the place? But I'm like, uh, but yeah, Southern Bastards, number 15. Yeah, ah. that's good. Well, let me talk about something. Uh, uh, so I, I think the thing I, I really enjoyed this week the most was Champions number two, uh, Mark Wade, Humberto Ramos, and this ah. is exactly what I've been missing from Marvel books. Um, and this, this just, this felt like it felt a little throwbacky in the in terms of, um, I mean, it felt like this. This definitely scratched the like the New Mutants, New Warriors itch that I've been missing for for a long time. But basically the, the, the story is, is that this, you know, this new team of champions, uh, you know, with, uh, Ms. Marvel, uh, Miles Morales, uh, totally awesome Hulk, Amadeus Cho mm-hmm. and, uh, Nova and Viv, who is the vision's, uh, daughter, uh, they have decided to make a team, but they decided to do a team building exercise by going camping in the woods. And, uh, and just what I loved about this was one, it was just them and it was just kind of a, a, them talking, but then they do the whole, let's talk about our powers and what are like, let's <laughs> share that. And that felt like, I don't know. I've, I've just, we've, I just have not seen anything like that in Perfect. so long. It felt, it was just great. Like here, we're going to explain who these characters are. We're going to explain what their powers are and, I just thought that was I thought that was so fun, and, and then just the way that Mark Wade wrote it, it was fun. You know, uh, Amadeus Cho kind of they're you know kind of doing the whole showing off, and he's like they're like how high can you jump? And he like 
he like jumps <laughs> and then like he he's gone for like half the issue because he's still like up in the air somewhere and uh just all that kind of stuff i mean i just thought it was per- it's just really good character building and explaining these characters uh I, it's it's just really fun and then uh scott summers shows up uh the young scott Ooh. summers which the only thing about this that was a little bit questionable was, you know, he just walked up to them in the middle of the woods. Like, I thought that was a little bit strange. Like, he just showed up. But, um, um, but anyway, so I thought that was I thought that was a little bit funny. But, um, uh, but yeah, I just it was just great. And then of course Ramos always uh, does a great job. So, um, so it was good. It. Like you said, like it does bring back so much great stuff that Marvel used to have. Like when I read it, I was like, this is this is what's been missing. Like it's it's kids, teenagers acting like teenagers. And I love it when they can be written and they and they don't sound like just little adults. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Miss 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 Marvel wants to make sick ass combos with their with their powers. You know, she's already thinking four steps, steps ahead. And I like the fact that, you know, even though Amadeus show is obviously the, the, the smartest guy on the team, she's, she outsmarts him. Yeah. You know, well, he's obviously, how high can't you jump? He's obviously the most immature, even though he's, he may be the smartest, he's the most immature. And I love that combo. I mean, and then you get, um, just the, the dynamics. And I love that little meta moment. When Miss Marvel goes, no, I'm not going to be that female character. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And I'm like, oh, man, that was just great. And, you know, then that last page you got, I, w- I was like, whoa. Oh, I know. Whoa. I didn't expect yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I didn't. They've already set up but a little I... love triangle, which is great. <laughs> now, I really want, and, and for some reason, I I want Miss Marvel and Miles. Yeah, yeah. Like ever since they went out on their little like date in um Spider um, Spider Man, I'm like they need to get together, squash it. Yeah, they need to. <laughs> but um, the whole Cyclops thing, um, he left the X Men, and I know that may seem odd. Like I actually did pick up that issue where he was talking about leaving and not being with them because they pretty much left because I think it was Civil War two number five. Because I think that that was either five or six. I don't know. I can't remember because the event is blah. But I think five is what sparked it, you know, aside from, you know, Clint Barton killing the Hulk and everything. But it's it's like the kids just gave the adults the middle finger and was like, OK, we're out. Right. Because you guys, you know, we look up to you. But right now you're not you're not doing what you're doing. And like Ms. Marvel said, you know, I want to go out and actually fight bad guys. Right. And I'm like, thank you so much. And I like thank the fact you. that she kind of she she mentions she doesn't get into specifics, but she kind of says, you know, I've got my eye on a couple of different. Like, I, I like that she's got a game plan. Like, uh, it's not just like them just kind of going, okay, we're gonna we're just gonna run around and start facing bad guys. But like, she's got a little bit of strategy going on there, and I, I like that that right. uh, that too. So yeah, it's it's great. You know, and also um, Amadeus Cho has like the largest shish kebab poker ever. <laughs> that is, and that is, not, like that is not a euf- and that is not a euphemism. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized how that sounded, <laughs> especially paired with that last page. 
man. But yeah, I just um I just really that I have high hopes for that series and I needed to stay that good. Right. For as long as possible because that is one of the key things that Marvel is missing. Yeah. It's a book like Champion. So I was I had my doubts about it at first, but as Civil War ventured on and I saw that the kids were getting fed up and tired and Nova, Ms. Marvel, and Miles, Spy, um, Spider-Man were like my my favorite three, even on the Avengers team. Because I'm like, why? They didn't even seem to fit in that book. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I'm like, uh, here, like a glove. Well, speaking of uh, Avengers books, um, so Avengers number one also came out this week, uh, written by Mark Wade and art by Mike Del Mundo, which I thought uh, was... Fantastic. I mean, I, I just, I love his work. I think he's just so good and it's so original and I, you know, I don't know if it necessarily fits the Avengers, but um, it certainly fits the Avengers that are on this team. You've got, uh, you've got Thor and, or, you know, Jane Foster, Thor, and you've got Hercules and you've got uh, uh, Sam Wilson and, uh, vision. So, I mean, I, I feel like you, it fits, it fits a little bit with, with the team that's there. Um, and then, uh, but, but when did, when did, I mean, I know the answer to this, but this is rhetorical. What, when did Peter Parker become Tony Stark? <laughs> because he is now officially Tony Stark. Like he's got his tower. Yeah, I got he's, he's, he, Spider-Man is his bodyguard. It's like, it's, that's, they just decided just to make Peter Parker's Tony Stark. And that was weird. Um, I mean, I see the part where he's trying to make amends. Yes. I see that part where, he, yeah, you know, from um, from everything that's going on in the Civil War, too. I mean, I see that. But I'm like, is it weird that I'm upset that he's still trying to keep his secret identity from these guys? I know, right? Yeah. It's I mean, like... who... if. <sighs> It's it's it just bothers me that okay like I I understand you know I need to keep the secret identity to keep the people in my life safe Peter they haven't been safe or or how about this don't invite the Avengers to come and live in your tower if you want right keep your... the first five <laughs> yeah, like, right. the top five five floors fine <laughs> but understand once the bad guys find out believe me uh, have we learned nothing it's in the old Baxter building. You right. telling me some old school bad guys don't remember the layout of the Baxter Building? <laughs> exactly. But it's like you know, if if we've learned anything from Avengers Tower, Avengers Mansion, the West Coast Avengers yeah, Mansion, right. the X Mansion, any base of operations for the bad for the good guys is yep. going to get blown up. Hell, the pit. G.I. Joe's base <laughs> got attacked and demolished yep. by Cobra, and it was like one of the most secret bases in comics ever. Yeah. I'm Absolutely. like, come on now. I mean, we know this is going to happen. And for some reason, I overlooked the fact that Del Mundo was the artist on this. And I was just like tweeting a few weeks ago, like, I really want to see Mike on a new title. Yeah. And I think that I think he's going to get a chance to dabble into some craziness because we're dealing with Kang yes. and his future oh, yeah, cast Kang, yeah. or whatever paradox. So. So I'm thinking we're going to get some time travel versions and some craziness going on. So seeing Mike Del Mundo, I love his art and he's again it's something different he's not that marvel house style so you know you're going to get something visually fun and the story like i said i was i was really really digging it until peter stark showed up and i'm like ah, <laughs> yeah. Crap. yeah yeah 
Yeah, I, it was it, it was a little iffy at that point. I'm like, uh, Peter Stark. Yeah, but uh, but again, like like why are you hiding your secret identity from these guys? Like, how did these guys not know right that you're Spider Man by now? Yeah, yeah. He's your he's your bodyguard. I'm like, okay, so we're going on that old chestnut. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, uh, anything else that you uh, that you read that you liked? Well. Let's see. I did also check out the latest issue of Bitch Planet. Okay. And it's it's been a while um, from Deconic um, and Alondro. So we have a prison break due to, to the fact that one of the inmates, she was murdered, and they tried to cover it up when her father came to visit. So he infiltrated. He has control of the prison. And in his grief, he's kind of doing things that kept the piece in there he's kind of like opening up certain wings that shouldn't be open so of course there, there, there's a mass riot but we meet the female president that was locked up when all of this stuff started happening and all and all of these women became incarcerated just for being women and for not being compliant with um with the way that society had begun to change so ba- ba- basically if, if you're a free-thinking woman who kind of you know wants to do things on her own and basically right. live your own life and have a mind of your your own, you were locked up. So, you know, and hence it was called Bitch Planet. Um, Kelly is knocking it out the park with this series and I'm loving the art still, but what is very impressive here and is one of the, one, one of the things I've liked about image books is the back matter. Mm. And there's just a lot of information in the back and it's very well um, put out this one. Um, the latest one is from Re- Rebecca Wanzo. I think that's how you pronounce it. She's um, an associate professor of women, gender, and se- se- sexuality studies. Um, like I said, the back matter is killer back here, and it always accompanies the story in front. Again, another like um, series is like Wayward. It has some very intense back matter that deals with the mythology of the story that's going on. Matt Hawkins always puts in some very <laughs> Some very scary shit at an, on, on the back of Think Tank and even the Tide. I don't see any in Postal, but, you know, uh-huh. I guess he's not researching um, killers and um, people that are hiding out from the law. But still, like Image, you know, they, they've got a good thing going with, with the whole back matter thing. Uh-huh. So, I mean, uh, let me see. I checked out a couple of DC titles. Okay. Because, you know, always, always got to show DC love. Now, last Last week, I was very impressed with Batman. Okay. Okay. Like, I was, you know, the whole Bane thing. Batman was forming his own suicide squad. It was about to get real. It was going down. Catwoman all of a sudden has a body count of like 370 something people and she's on death row. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm like, when did that happen? And she knows that Bruce Wayne is Batman. Um, Batman and Bronze Tiger have a very friendly sparring match. Uh-huh. When he's recruiting these people, and this is last issue, why, why were my hopes so dashed straight down to the pit of the abyss in this issue nine? Oh no! It's oh my gosh! It's a long letter by Selena Kyle, and it references maybe how she got the body count, uh-huh. but it's it's just Batman being very weird being very repetitive in his dialogue as he's going to, as as he's headed to Santa Prisca to get Bane because he wants Bane to release someone that needs to be helped. 
And he keeps repeating a variation like of this over and over again. And it makes for one boring issue. Uh. By it. Now, it is part two of an arc. So I might be a little unfair, but even if you're doing an arc, can you make the issue fun, the stuff in between? Because this one, it was boring. Like, uh, like I said, like the part part one was a 10. Like I would have given it a damn 10. Like yeah. it set up tone, the art, the mood, everything was great. And I was happy to see Bane back. And it, it wasn't just dumb muscle bound Bane. Because Bane is a tactician. He's smart. Yeah. You know, that's that's what I like to see. And this seems like this is the kind of Bane that we're getting. And we see, you know, that that still happens here. But the o- overall story on this issue was just, uh, oh, God, it was just horrible. Well, uh, speaking of a boring was, issue, uh, another, another boring <laughs> issue, um, uh, I read Occupy Avengers number one. Did you read that? You didn't like it? Yeah, no, that, I like was, that was awful. It was awful, boring. I mean, number one, the title is Occupy Avengers, which, you know, I, why not just call this book Hawkeye is what I don't understand. Um, but it's it's Hawkeye in a small town with Red Wolf. And uh, I just, this is just not, not for me. Boring. It was so boring. I couldn't even finish it. I was like, okay, this is, this is boring. So... I will not be picking up the second issue of that. Um, wow. Like, I, I'm, I'm you not say? a Hawkeye fan. Like, would I'm you? not a Hawkeye fan. I'm really not. But I am a fan of David Walker. And I figured, okay, I'm going to give David a shot writing a character I don't like too much when he's alone. Uh-huh. Um, however, reading it, like, and I think I may have more of a connection with this issue because I have read a couple issues of um, the C- Civil War, even though David does go back and, you know, he lets you know what, what brings Clint to this point in his li- life now. Right. And it's, I like the fact, it's, it does seem like a, like an old school comic. You, you, you've got just two guys, no powers, going at it, and then by the very end, you get you you get the introduction of a supervillain who's powered, and you're like, okay, how in the hell are they gonna get um, get out? And I also like the the fact that as um just as as a real nice attention to detail, you can see the artist has Hawkeye re- retrieving arrows from the bodies because he only has a finite amount of arrows. You know, he's 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 not like gonna get a a drop or anything from um Iron Man anytime yeah, soon. I do I like, like that the inclusion of. Yeah, I mean, I, I I did like the inclusion of Red Wolf. I didn't like that new series they started him out on, and I didn't think it was going to be good anyway, just because of um, things that the writer, you know, was guilty of, and uh-huh. fans were like, nah, nah, we're not going to go ahead and support that. So it is nice to see Red Wolf in this, and I'm glad that, you know, it does, it did seem, seem a little too convenient. We've got the, we, we, we've got the, um, the First Nations, reservation here we have the big corporation but i mean hawkeye is trying to get away from everything so he goes from new york city to new mexico right and he's doing his social justice warrior thing so i didn't i mean i did i didn't do backflips over it but i did like it enough to want to see how it goes and hydro man is one of my favorite b villains 
Oh yeah, that was a strange inclusion too. I was like, what? What? Okay, yeah, yeah, it was strange. Um, but one thing I did, a couple other books that I I did enjoy. Um, because it was it was a good week. I thought. Um, Unworthy yeah. Thor number one. Uh, Jason yeah, Aaron and all, uh, Olivier Coipel. So good, just so so good. I mean, Jason Aaron can write Thor forever, as far as I'm concerned. Um, and Coipel is just. It's just, uh, just killer. It's so good. Um, <laughs> uh, Moon Knight number eight. I'm still loving this whole schizophrenic. Oh, yeah, this whole schizophrenic. Who is Mark? Who is Moon Knight now? And and the, every I mean every issue is crazy. Like I'm excited to get this in trade form because I I, I would like to read it all together uh, because it does. It jumps around so much, and you just but the, but great artists. And I love the use of different artists for the different personalities, and and they've got really good artists who are doing each of these these scenes, and and even in this one, it's it's like even like they're doing different panels. It's not just like different scenes. It's like every panel is a different artist, and uh, it's just it's crazy. And so I think we're gonna get a wrap up of it maybe in the next issue to kind of see what what really is going on. Um, and last but not least, um, Terry Moore has a new book out called Motor Girl. Um, and, yes. uh, and I'm glad that, uh, I didn't know that this was coming out. Um, so I was glad that, that, uh, somebody said something about it, but, um, uh, but for those of you who might be kind of a little sad because Rachel rising is over, um, you've got a new Terry Moore book, but this is completely different. And that's, what's great about Terry Moore is that, He's so good and he's so versatile, but he knows he just knows how to write good female lead characters. I think, and this is uh, the basic gist of this: is there's a woman who uh, is a mechanic. She lives in a junkyard, uh, and she talks to a talking gorilla, which you kind of go, "What the heck?" Uh, and then uh, and then she gets visited by aliens, and you're like, "What the heck?" And you realize that. Uh, <laughs> That she, uh, you re- realize in the issue that she is a she's a former uh, soldier who uh, is suffering from some major uh, PTSD and some major uh, yeah. mental issues, and so you know what's real and what's not real, and and all of that. So I, I just I love this direction. I'm, I'm completely sold on this. So uh, and now, it's, did you and, notice? that Terry um, pretty much made sure he won't have, have to draw not one damn snowflake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is the same place in the desert instead of uh, up north in, in a, in a snowy town. Exactly. That is when funny. the guy said how hot it was, I just, I just burst out laughing. I'm like, yeah, Terry's not drawing one more damn snowflake no. for, for a while now. Absolutely. So, so yeah, so those, those were the books that I really enjoyed and, and really there wasn't much, Else, I, um, I mean, Occupy Avengers was really the only thing that I was kind of like, Ugh, on. But uh, really, yeah, uh, everything just so hard good. on, just so hard on Hawkeye. I know. Anything you didn't like this week? Uh, yeah, there were a, cu- um, a couple aside from that uh, that Batman book. Oh yeah, because yeah. like like I said, that one really just let me down. Batman number ten. I'm sorry, it wasn't number nine. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I really wasn't that impressed with um, Cyborg number four. And I'm like, Cyborg is such a good character with great potential. And 
I'm just so tired of rereading the exact same cyborg stories over and over again. So I kind of I'm I'm putting that one on the side. That one's really not on my on my um pull list anymore. Uh-huh. So that happened. Um, let's see, Death of X. Um, continues to oh, pound. Please tell me what happened in this issue, because <laughs> <laughs> last week Death of X sucked. This week it sucks even more. Is it me um, or is it coming out like every week? I mean, it feels like it is. That's what. It, yeah, it seems like it. It's just. It just seems like a very forced perspective here. Like, and I'm not a Cyclops fan. You will never hear me say Cyclops is one of my favorite characters, but this seems very out of character. And it seems like something else is going on underneath between him and, um, um, oh my gosh, the White Queen, Emma Frost. Yeah. Like something else has to be going, going on here because he pretty much started a war with the Inhumans. Right. I mean, when he made this blanket um, assumption and then broadcast everything to the world, you know, via um her telepathic powers so now they're recruiting a couple other characters um a couple more x-men the terrigen um cloud is still everywhere and this new inhuman knocked the whole team out in order to stop a riot storm and her people woke up and they're trying to have a dialogue um emma recruits magneto and his people so of, of of course magneto comes in and with all the subtlety of an elephant in a studio apartment you know just makes everything worse i'm just like oh my gosh it just everything seems forced here and and now i i see how people felt when they read x-men versus avengers and they felt like the x-men were portrayed in a a negative light on purpose this is i i i get it i see it now because there's so much stuff that's kind of like really out of question and everyone's following Cyclops lead storm is like trying to be level headed, you know, but again, during the talks, all of a sudden Bobby, Bobby, who's pissed (laughs) attacks one of the inhumans while crystal and storm are trying to have talks. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, you idiot. (laughs) You (laughs) idiot. So of course they start fighting again. Nobody gets a chance to say anything. And it's, it's, and then, like I said, Magneto shows up. Like I said, death of X. I'm just, I just want them to bring the X-Men back and make them worth great, buying. Great again. Make, <laughs> make the X-Men great again. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's just, oh man, Death of X is look, if you're out if you're out there buying it and you just have to get it, then go ahead, buy it. But if you can skip it, skip it. It's 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 not worth the cash. Right. It really isn't. And it's it's just not. Maybe wait till the next um the next event, which is, isn't that the resurrection thing between, or is it, no, that's in humans versus X-Men is the next event. So, you know, roll the dice on that one. Cause this one, you can go ahead and just skip. It's, it's just whack as hell and not worth, worth your cash. Um, <clears throat> and I'm pretty sure, I think those were the worst two comics. Um, I liked, uh, I did give revolution a shot from IDW. That's their whole, you know, the um, Hasbro verse is what I'm oh, calling right, it. Right, right, right. And um, it is, yeah, it's, um, dang, it is, I will say say this. It's crazy the amount of stuff that's going on each issue and how it's it looks fantastic. But there are so many characters, like, in here, and they're still able to keep everything straight. 
And wow. now, like, Miles Mayhem has, like, peeled back his mask, no pun inten- intended, yeah. and people are realizing, yeah, maybe he wasn't the guy we should have entrusted all this out uh, um, other world technology for. Uh. And so now, yeah, Matt Tracker now has, you know, he, he's been questioning Miles, but now G.I. Joe is. Um, there was all of their brand new tech has been stolen by Miles, and Miles has also integrated the Cybertronian technology, which is how he designed the the mask vehicle. So that makes sense ah, there. Oh, that is you know? good. Yeah, yeah. So the last page is 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 like the Joes riding out to save the day in those classic '80s vehicles. Like you've got the um the F fourteen that well, I think it was an F fourteen Tomcat back in. Yeah, I, uh-huh. I forgot the name of of that jet, but I mean, you just got all their the classic, you know vehicle yes yes that yep um and i think the armadillo was in there and that jeep oh the armadillo yeah yeah Yeah. so you know that that just brought back all kinds of like old school feels there and that was just great and snake eyes comes in and you know when you throw snake eyes in the story it just makes everything better yeah absolutely so you know that's how and rom has been like i've always liked rom i've been that that guy who's been a rom fan since back when he had the flipper hands and was drawn on <laughs> drawn very sim, um sim, simplistically but now even his own series which kind of, it it does tie into revolution and what's going on on there it's his own like stand like standalone series is worth getting so yeah if you're don't spend your money on death of x buy either you know um terry moore's new um new book get um eden's fall or rom or yeah. revolution or southern ba- um, bastards because yeah spend your money elsewhere yeah there are other good books out there so all right well let's wrap up this episode uh we want to thank tmb cafe underground video network itunes TuneIn radio and comicattack.net be sure to check out everything that's going on over at comicattack.net including the chirps reviews, news, manga, movies, columns, podcasts, and product reviews from SuperheroStuff.com. Lots of awesome stuff out there. Uh, lots of great news uh, items that are that are going up. So, uh, so be sure to check all that good stuff out. It's, it's all good and it's all free for you. So, And you can check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Instagram is comicattack.net, one word. Spell out. Awesome. Okay. That's good. I didn't know that. That's good. I will have to follow you on Instagram. So really you don't follow us on Instagram? Um, no, I didn't know we had an Instagram. So <laughs> but now I but now I do. So um and I, w- I want to do just one I just want to do one little plug for myself here. Um Go ahead. Go those, ahead and plug it. Okay. Uh so um I'm working on uh, I'm finishing up an album. Um uh, and uh I've been working on it for last year and uh, I just have a little bit of funding that I need, so I've uh, established a Kickstarter. Uh, the album is called Incomplete Dreams, and so you can go to Kickstarter and you can look up uh, Incomplete Dreams or Jeff Jackson, and uh, you can uh, go and uh, check out, uh, there's a little video and a little sample of one of the songs and that kind of thing. There's lots of great incentives on there, you can get digital album hard copy albums uh if you if you are just you know itching for spending a lot of money uh and uh then you can you can pay like a thousand dollars and you can become like a producer and you can add that to your resume you can say i produced a record 
um, you can do that. Uh, and uh, so anyway, um, so go check that out. And uh, I still have until, let's see, the end of November. It's only been up for a couple of days, and I'm almost halfway there. I'm trying to raise about $3,000, and I'm almost at the $1,500 mark. So I feel pretty good right. about things. And so uh, anybody out there who wants to check out my stuff and, and support me, I would sure appreciate it. So now is this, is this your fusion jazz bagpipe rap album? Um, it's, uh, it's battle rap. Um, okay. okay. That's, that's what it really is. Uh, with a mix of polka and, um, uh, and, uh, uh, Cajun, Cajun, Cajun polka battle oh, rap. Oh, okay. Got um, you. Cajun polka battle rap. <laughs> <laughs> With, yeah. Oh, God. I couldn't. I'm sorry. I couldn't. I, I, I couldn't hold it. <laughs> yeah. Oof. So, so, yeah, if you like that kind of stuff, then uh, go go check it out. So, so some people are going to go, there's actually a, a Cajun polka battle rap. <laughs> I, I've got to, I got to go listen to this. And the, that's going to take them to the site. So, that's good. So, anyway. Oh, man. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, have a great week and stay thirsty.